Gutter Trash is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. How's it going? I'm alright. It's good to hear. I'm doing a late night show. Yeah. Yeah. We're in the the uh, last uh, quadrant of the evening, according to the face of the clock. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. That would be the... Between eight the, and midnight? The third quadrant. Between nine and midnight, yeah. Okay. Of the... If it was a graph. Oh, yeah. Third. Midnight. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, yeah. So how's it how's it going this evening? Mm. <laughs> you seem uh, <clears throat> sleepy, mm. sick, mm. no, no, depressed. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, right. I shouldn't have brought it up. No, Damn it. it's okay. I uh, kind of want to get this out. Okay, because uh, I think if uh, if I just hold it in. Then we are going to have a terrible show. Right. And uh, if I get it out, then maybe we can ramp up to actually having a decent episode. Okay. Let's do that. Uh, And, uh, you know, uh, I'm uh, I'm not much of a talker. You know, I talk on the show. I play a character when we we get in front of the the microphones here. Uh, But in in person, you know, I pretty much just uh, stay quiet for the most part. Like, I'll talk with you, you're, you're one of my closest friends, but, like, throw a third person in there, you know, out in public, right. and uh, I just shut down. Hmm. Uh, I'm also pretty much uh, just a grade-A asshole. Uh, quite possibly just a, a gigantic jackass and jerk. Oh, uh, yeah. oh no. Don't talk Fuck about you. my friend that way. Uh, <laughs> and, uh... Uh... Well, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. Oh, yeah. And uh, I know, you know, oh, it's a fake holiday. Hallmark made it up. and Right. Uh, yeah, that's true. But, you know, when from birth you've been, you know, instilled with the fact that this is a holiday about love and togetherness. And when you're a gigantic jackass like I am and have driven away every single person that you've loved. Oh, man. Uh... <laughs> You know, it, uh, it's it's around this time of year that I just I get incredibly depressed uh, for little to no reason. Uh, you know, the I mean, I've I've had girlfriends in the past and everything, but uh, uh, the one that uh, the, the most recent one that I had, you know, I think you know was probably the most special to me. And it could just be because she is the most recent one, even though we've right. been broken up for like two years. Uh, you know, I still, uh, she's just still incredibly special to me and I still feel so much love for her that, uh, facing this retarded fucking holiday alone right. is fucking killing me. Oh man. 
I'm sorry. Uh, not your fault. It is just Hallmark Holiday. I know it is, and it's all just bullshit, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's, like you it's said, that it's connection that you feel with someone, mm-hmm. and when you don't have that anymore, it's, it's just uh, a reminder. All, like, everyone exactly. on the planet is reminding you on Valentine's Day. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Well, I'm here for you. Well, I appreciate that. Except that you won't be here on Valentine's Day. Well, no, I get to spend with my girlfriend. Right. Yeah. <laughs> See, in uh, like uh, the past two years, I realized that uh, the reason I made it through Valentine's Day, I hung out with you on both on, on uh, Valentine's Day. Aww. So uh, we were each other's Valentines. We were. We were. Like uh, I think, like uh, yeah, the first year of the breakup, I uh, went over to your house when you lived at the old place. We shot some pool. And uh, we got drunk. Mm-hmm. And last year was drawing night, so you know that's always uh, a good thing to, yeah, to keep man. my mind off of the crap. Yeah, yeah. But this year, uh, no such luck. Oh. I'm I'm happy for you and your girl. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, now I feel calm. No, don't, 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 don't. Uh, but yeah, I just uh, again, it's just it's it's the the reminder of right. all of it, you know, rather than. It is because I'm alone most of the time anyway, so I'm right. you know relatively okay with that. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's just like that coupled with you know just uh, everywhere I look, it's just like you're alone. I know. How did it become like literally? I went to my mom's today, took her to lunch, and they and she had got a Valentine's card from her sister, and like it was like you know wishing my sister a Valentine Day. Like the card said mm-hmm. that it's like you know. How you know? How much further can they go? You know, like you know, Valentine's from your dogs. I'm sure that. that oh, I'm sure they have them. You know, for your cats. Right. Yeah. It's just yeah. ridiculous. My mom will probably get me a card, and you know, that's nice and all. And there'll probably be money in it, and I could always use that, especially uh, the past month that I've been having. Yeah. yeah. Every little five extra bucks helps. Right. You know, <laughs> but. Uh, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just, uh, when you do have, a, something that you, you felt was, was great. And again, I, I just maybe, you know, glossing over the horror of the past seven years, I'm not sure, but, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure that I, I really loved her. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and she'll never listen to this, so I can just go ahead and say that. No. Oh. Well, that's even worse. Yeah, well, you know. I'm sorry. Oh, it's again not your fault. It's uh, it's society's fault. Fuck society. Fuck you, society. If you're listening, yeah. just know that if I wind up killing myself this weekend, it's your fault. Society. Society. Because you were looking at me when you said that. Oh, well, I was looking sort of. I was looking at you because we're having a conversation. Right. But you know, you're the only other person in this okay. room. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, if you want, I can just start looking at the window when I talk to no, you. No, no, I just okay. I just would feel really bad if if it was my fault. No, it's not. Not your fault. Not no. Jason Young's fault. Okay. But uh, society's fault. Well, maybe Pat's fault. He is part of society. He is. Yeah. And he's not here, so I can blame <laughs> him. Eh, I'd rather blame Brassfield. Brassfield? Yeah. yeah. He doesn't even listen, so... He, you know, he called in, uh... He called in because of, uh, the weather on Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, he, he said he couldn't... The, make, the one day a week he works at Mavericks? Yeah, the one day, yeah. yeah. And, uh... And he called in, and he was like... He's like, yeah, I just... I can't get any traction in, in my car. I just don't think I'm gonna be able to come in. You know, I live in that... That little plat, you know, and... Uh, it's not... It's pretty bad. And I was like, oh, yeah, they didn't... They didn't plow it or anything. He was... 
oh no, yeah, they yeah they plowed it. It's just yeah, I just you know the traction's bad, and I was like, what? It's bullshit. <laughs> I was like, he just wants a day off. Yeah. But I was like, okay. <laughs> so, but luckily we didn't. We weren't very busy. So yeah. we well, let's uh, let's move the topic to that. Let's hope uh, that my, my little uh, soul crushing. Uh, Intro to the show. Maybe we can move past that here. Uh, Snowbegin Part Two. Snowbegin. Yeah. It's gone. It's on its way. Apocalypse. Well, it, it already passed. Isn't there more coming though? No. I heard this weekend, like Saturday or Sunday. Uh, from what I've heard, just uh, light snow, like okay. no accumulation. Okay. But uh, it's the epilogue. It's oh, it's the part of the movie where you're like, it's still alive. Right, right, right. <laughs> Setting up for the sequel for like next year. Or right, right. Uh. But no, uh, like, yeah, last weekend we had uh, the snowpocalypse, as they were saying on the radio. Yeah, yeah they really were yeah. calling it the snowpocalypse. And, uh... Snowmageddon. Snowmageddon, snowpocalypse, snow-tarted. Ooh, I like that one. Yes. Uh... <laughs> Do we say that one right now? We, yeah, yes, okay. multiple okay. times. <laughs> what is wrong with me? I'm not even drinking... I'm drinking iced tea. Yeah, I'm drinking Diet Pepsi. Oh. That's what's wrong. We're yeah. dumb because we're sober. Well, if I was drunk, then, you know, could you imagine my depression? Wow. Yeah. Like, if you're, especially if you were whiskey drunk. We were talking about that last night. Yeah. Whiskey's the emotional amplifier. Like, uh, if you were, you know, if you're having a bad time and you drink some whiskey, you're, you know, you're having a horrible time. Right. But as Jeremy, that was over our house, put it, he said, if you're having a good time and you drink some whiskey, you're having a great time. He said, you'll fuck anybody's ass. Yeah. That's what he said. <laughs> Hey, I can bring something up with that, too. Uh, uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, we had the shitstorm of, of, of snow on Friday and Saturday last weekend. And then it kind of disappeared for a day and then came back on Tuesday. Yep. Hardcore style. Uh, Tuesday, I made it to work. The roads were okay. Uh, like, it we got to work about two hours late, right. uh, but uh, you know we made it, and traffic never stopped anywhere. We never really saw any accidents. It was just slow. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. People are driving sensibly. I know amazing. that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. it's like uh, people get on the road in the snow, and it's like they either panic and they they drive so slow that it just causes everyone else around them to to be irritated right or they amplify how much of an asshole they normally are right you know when, when they're on the road anyway they're like this looks like a video game i'm in a video game right i'm gonna drive like crazy uh but yeah people were doing okay i have noticed uh today uh, it seems like the people who may have backed off of uh, being an asshole on the road fucking ramped it up today no. to make up for lost time. Right. <laughs> They're like, I held it back. Yeah. Here it comes. <clears throat> yeah, I made it to work about two hours late on Tuesday. Tuesday night came home. Uh, came home, got home at the time I usually do anyway. So roads were pretty clear. Let's go Wednesday. I got up. Yeah, again, I, I wake up at like 5.30 in the morning. Right. Uh, left here about 10 till 6. Uh, did not even make it to my co-worker's house. It was about 10 till 7. Wow. It's a five-minute drive. That's horrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nearly slid off the road by the time uh, I got even close to where he lived. And decided that, nope, going home. 
It's no work Wednesday. I did not work on Wednesday, man. Nice. Yeah. You should have covered for Matt Brassfield. Well, you know. <laughs> I saw that uh, Game Swap was supposed to be up, and I thought maybe he'd work there, but I forgot that he works at Mavericks on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. uh, but speaking of ass rape. Oh, here it comes. Uh, good part. <laughs> Since I was off Wednesday. I watched Irreversible. <laughs> You'd seen it before, though. No. Oh, you had not. Had okay. not. Have you seen it? Never. I've, I've heard it described by many people yeah. as, like, good, but, you know. Oh, fine. they're wrong. Oh, really? Yeah, it's awful. Is it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't sound like they're like, oh, is this really good movie about uh, gratuitous rape? No, no, no. I know it sounds like something that you wouldn't want to see, but trust me, it's good. Yeah. And I'm like, how, you know, okay... Like, even if it was, like, the best movie about gratuitous rape right. that that they can make, I don't think I'm interested. Yeah. The, the thing is that there could be a good movie out there about gratuitous rape. Right. Uh, this wasn't it. Yeah. Uh, this was just uh, a shitty movie. It was, uh... Uh, the whole thing was just, you know, uh, the director basically saying, I want to shock people. Yeah. Let me go way fucking overboard and pull out every fucking gimmick I can to try to shock people. Yeah, that sounds lame. It is. Uh, it's technically impressive, mm-hmm. uh, directorial-wise, because uh, uh, I'm sure you, you said you, people have told you about it, mm-hmm. and I'm sure... The backwards nature of it. Yeah, it starts at the end and goes plays back to the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, every scene is a single shot. So, just like, you know, a tracking shot all the way through. Okay. Um, uh, Cloverfield and Blair Witch both had steadier camera jobs than this movie. (laughs) Wow. Okay. And it's all done on purpose to disorient you so that you feel queasy. And then there is a low-frequency hum designed to induce nausea playing in the background soundtrack. Hmm. And then there's uh, lots of leather-clad homosexuals fucking each other, and a lot of people have masturbated. (laughs) Yeah. And then there's a ten-minute rape scene. I mean, that sounds great, but, you know, (laughs) I think I'm going to pass. It's, uh, yeah, the whole thing is just designed to look how edgy we are. Right. It's bullshit. A pretentious piece of fuck. Anyone who says they like it are wrong. (laughs) That's, That's good. Yeah. Uh, um, did the director do anything else that, you know? Uh, from what I've looked on on IMDb, he's done other movies with basically the same intent. How far can I go? Right. Like, uh, I guess, like, the beginning scene, which is the end scene of Irreversible, has a character from his previous movie in it. Okay. Uh, which the guy, like, fucks his daughter or something and kills, I don't know. See, that, that's that's where I, I got to with the Todd Salons movies, too. Like, Happiness and uh, uh, Storytelling and, and all those. Like, the first time I saw one of his movies, I was like, wow, that was weird and different. Like, Welcome to the Dollhouse. Right. I think we even talked about this, maybe even on here, I don't know. But uh, I think his movies got to that point, too, where they were like, you know, I want to see how shocking and crazy I can be and, like, freak people out just for no reason. Right. And, and like, he kind of lost me on that because I thought he was a good director. And then he got to that whole shock value thing and I just... 
Yeah. yeah, I'm just not interested anymore. Yeah. And like I said, with Irreversible, the, the whole, you know, everything is one continuous shot, that's impressive. You know, I mean, I'm always impressed when I see that kind of stuff in a movie. Right. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, just piss poor subject matter mm-hmm. and just over the top, you know, you know, what can I do to freak out the normies? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, that reminds me, I have to, I'll find out the name of it, but Doogie just, uh, rented a movie, uh, it was a Russian movie, but it's like 90 minutes and the entire movie is one shot, which sounds like it could be horrible. Uh-huh. Um, but he said like, you know, the camera angle changes a lot, like things move around. So yeah. I thought that was, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, well, well, hey, Bruce Campbell did that too. What's that? A movie, a 90 minute movie, which was just one shot. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe this was a was it a Russian movie. No, it was not. Oh, okay. It was called Running Time. No? Huh? Run Rush. <laughs> huh. I never heard of that. Never. I'd recommend Running Time. It's actually pretty good. That's that's the Bruce Campbell yeah. Running Time. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, ninety minutes, it's all one shot. Uh but you know, uh, it, they cheated, you know, because you can't actually do ninety minutes of one shot. Oh, okay. Yeah. At least not on film. Oh really? Yeah. Maybe it's digital. Huh? Can you do that? The Russian one, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. I know the Bruce Campbell one was on film, so mm-hmm. they had to they had to cheat, like like, like zoom into people's backs, and <clears throat> like, like maybe like do a quick turn, and like you know at that point that's when you make your cuts, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there was an Alfred Hitchcock movie like that where there was a, like two cuts in the movie because of the yeah. the film break. Is that rope? Uh, it may be. It's the one that. It's it's like the Leopold and Loeb uh, story where the two guys are gonna murder someone and they have him like in this trunk in their living room. That's rope. Is it? Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, that's really good. I think that's rope. Could be. Yeah. Uh, I also watched an incredibly depressing movie last night as well. Mm. Uh, the Devil and Daniel Johnston. Oh wow, I want to see that. That was great. It looks good. But man, it broke my heart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you shouldn't be watching depressing movies right now. Well, you know, I wasn't entirely depressed yesterday. That that may have pushed me over the edge. Right. Yeah. It may have me spiraling into just my tear factory. <sighs> see, on Tuesday, uh, I, I go to school on Tuesdays, and yeah. they close my school at noon. So I had the rest of the day off, and I watched a shitload of movies. Um... I watched Deception with Ewan McGregor and uh, Hugh Jackman, Mm -hmm. and it was horrible. (laughs) Like, I would, yeah, demand my money back if I was at the theater. It was awful. Um, And I watched Revolutionary Road, which was pretty good, actually. And then I watched uh, Paranormal Activity, Ah. which I was, like, even though... Well, I mean, I I wasn't online hearing hype, but I heard a lot of hype at my work, and I still thought it was really good. Like, like I didn't love it and think it was amazing. Like, I don't know if I'd ever watch it again unless, like, I was with somebody that wanted to see it. But, yeah, I totally enjoyed it, and I thought the actors were incredible. Like, they really made it seem like just two people with a video camera. But was Katie fat? Oh, enormous. <laughs> well, I, that was the one problem I had. It was like, why could why couldn't they just get... Somebody a uh, normal actress, yeah, you know, with like bones protruding, right? You know. and, and like you know, that guy was kind of a stud. What would he ever see in that fat fucking cat? I know, right? <laughs> uh, like, do they not read Maximum magazine? Do they know what men want? Uh, apparently not. Not the fatties. Not the fatties. No, yeah. no. I thought she. Was... I think when they they make the remake, you know, oh, they just say, uh, <laughs> yeah. 
When they make the remake, they should just do, you know, yeah. no fatties. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay, uh, now we're not. Maybe Jessica Simpson. Or, uh, who, who could play her? Uh, What's the, who's the Fantastic Four girl? Oh, Jessica Alba. Jessica Alba. Yeah, yeah there that's we go. No, yeah, yeah, I thought she was very attractive and, and like, she looked like a real person. Yeah. Which made it even more believable. Right. Like, if she would have been some uh, bulimic waif that, you know, you would expect to right. to be in one of those type of movies, like a psychological horror movie or whatever. Um, but yeah, 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 I thought it was really good. Uh, without spoiling it, for anyone who hasn't seen it, uh, which ending did you prefer? There were two endings That's, on the DVD. That is a tough one, because I can totally see why... The theatrical ending was the theatrical ending because, right. like, it has a little bit more of an oomph to it. Right. Like, it leaves you with something. Where the, I think I like the other one better. But it, but if you're sitting in a the theater and that's the end of the movie, okay, you, yeah, you just kind of be like, oh man, I uh. can see your point. Because yeah. like, there's something kind of crazier that happens like visually before that. Right. If you, if that was the ending that you, you know, said yeah. to, so. But I thought they were both really good and, and Doogie. Described the other ending to yeah. me because he had seen it. I like that ending better. Yes, yeah, that sounds cool. I'm gonna have to look for that one. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah, I really enjoyed that movie, and uh, I think I may have mentioned it last episode. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, it's definitely a movie that uh, I don't think would have worked well seeing it with like a group of people. I think you need to see it like by yourself or with one other person. I watched it. Well. You, you decide if I watched it by myself with one other person because I watched it. Theo um, doesn't count. <laughs> Doogie was passed out drunk on the floor. That doesn't count either. Okay. Right. Well, yeah, it was just me uh, in the dark watching a, a movie with uh, the the comatose body of my roommate <laughs> lying on the floor next to it. <laughs> so that was kind of cool. Yeah. Excellent. And we watched Die Hard. Always awesome. Yeah, that was the best movie I saw all day, and in, in like a, not in a kitschy, oh, weird way. I totally yeah. yeah, better than Revolutionary Road. Yeah, as much as I really did love Paranormal Activity, you give me that or Die Hard, fucking Die Hard. Oh yeah, fucking Die Hard. Oh yeah, <laughs> Hans, Booby. Definitely, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're talking about that today. That's fine. My next pick for a movie is Die Hard. Die Hard, Die Hard, the first one. Nah, I'm not going to pick it. I still haven't seen no, the least one. time. You know what? Everyone hates it. I thought it was fine. Really? Yeah. yeah we should watch it sometime. We should. Maybe not even on here. Just no, oh, yeah, just for fun. Yeah. yeah. So we can do that. We can do that. We can yeah. totally watch a movie. We saw <laughs> the Imaginarium of uh, Dr. Parnassus. We saw Dead Heat. Uh, someday we'll watch Silent Hill. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. All right. Speaking of reviewing shit. Yeah, finally, right? Yeah. Sorry. It's all right. Uh, I'm uh, driving this train off the tracks as much as you are. Okay. <laughs> cool. you're, you're just shoveling the coal into the fire. I'm just steering it. Yeah, you're you're doing the whistling sound. Or the, what was that? The engineer thing where you pump your arm up and down? Uh, whistling sound. Okay, whistling sound. All right. You're doing the whistling sound. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We read a comic. Groom Lake. By Ben Templesmith and Chris Rial. Mm-hmm. Published by IDW. I like IDW. They do some pretty good stuff. Yeah. yeah. I like their whole shtick. Yeah. They've got new stuff. They get a reprints. They get, they're uh, trying. They got licensed stuff. Yeah. They got uh, art books. Yeah. Yeah. I like them. Yeah. 
Hmm. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> so, uh, but I did not like this one. <laughs> <laughs> right out of the gate, huh? Right out the gate. Okay. Um, I, I do want to say this. Like, it seems like, uh, like lately, ex- with the, the exception of Asterius Polyp, mm-hmm. like I've slagged on everything that you've picked. Uh-huh. And, like, you know, we've loved everything that I've picked. But uh, you know, this is proof positive that I picked something that I thought was fucking terrible. Oh, <laughs> You know, it's funny because as I was reading it, I was like, like, during, you know, because it's like five issues collected in one book. As I was reading, you know, the first chapter of the first issue, I was like, ooh, I don't like this. And, like, as I went along with it, I was like, mm, this doesn't seem like my kind of thing. But, but after it was over, I kind of thought of it. I was like, well, that was just, like, dumb fun. You know, I mean, it's goofy, and it didn't take itself too seriously, and I, I thought it was okay. I mean, it's not my kind of thing, and I wouldn't be like, hey, you should read this to anyone. Yeah. But I, I like, like it more and more when I'm not, after I've completed reading right, it. Right. Like, well, yeah, while reading it, I was like, oh, I don't know. But it, it, was a, it was a fun, just dumb, dumb fun kind of story with, uh, with really good art. I agree. Well, I agree with the uh, dumb fun. Um, uh, I didn't like, you know, I'm I'm always in the mood for dumb fun. Yeah. Uh, even when I'm, you know, just about to kill myself or whatever. Uh, in fact, that's probably when I prefer dumb fun. That kind of sometimes some people count that as dumb fun. Yes. Uh, this was uh, way dumber than uh, I would have liked, and. Uh, could have been a little more fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I, I think, and like, and this isn't supposed to be an insult on the Chris Ryle, yeah. but I think this was written with like teenagers in mind. Like, like I can see myself reading this at 14 and being like, that was awesome. That alien smoked cigarettes. Right, and like, right. like, you know, just like some music people slag on, they're like, Marilyn Manson, that's horrible. It's, right. it's no cigarettes. And it's not, but it's not, you know, like... It's not for people yeah, who like cigarettes. Exactly. Right. Like, like kids. I think kids need Marilyn Manson and stuff like that because they're feeling all angsty and rebellious. Right. And I think, I think, I think you know, there's a decent adolescent population of the comic world that would be like, "Wow, that was really fun. I like that." Right. And then they move on to something else, you know, a little bit better, hopefully. Yeah. But it just, I, uh, <clears throat> you, know, you say that, but then there's like you know, you look at something like. Uh, Apples and oranges, I know, but you look at something like uh, Wall-E or Up from Pixar, mm-hmm. and these are kids' movies, but they are written not for kids. But yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, and, and there's something that they, the, the kids can enjoy, but there's also like a huge level there that the adults can get into right. and, and find something in. And like I've seen Wall-E, I haven't seen Up. Uh, Even like- I'll get into that later too, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> But you know, Are I you mean, picking that or something? No. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, it was like like uh, you know, Wally, you know, moved me and, and and I felt deeply affected by it, you know. But you know, at the same time, it's also so enjoyable for well, a little kid, right? And I think that a comic like this could easily do the same, mm-hmm. you know, make it so that you know, like Bone or something. Well, yeah, yeah but like you know, for, for for people like us who who loved a serious polyp, right? But you know, also love you know a ridiculous 
retarded story about aliens. Yeah. You right. know, I mean, th- there could have been a better melding of, of you know, yeah. the two. Yeah. I See, I definitely think... I definitely liked it more for the art, although there were... I mean, if you still want to talk about the story before I move on, to the art. there were a few. Th- there was a couple things about the art that literally pissed me off. Okay, because um, I like I'd never, contrary to what what you believe, I've never read anything that Ben Smith's drawn. Uh, you personally <laughs> recommended. I think maybe Thirty I was, Days of Night to me. I think I think years ago I was like. <laughs> Maybe I adopted the salesman persona at Mavericks. I was like, oh, this is a great book. I really enjoyed this. Customer number 7,643. You would like this. Maybe Customer I. 17. Okay, that's true. <laughs> that's right. You are number 17. File 17. Um, no, but but this is the first thing I'd read by him, and I've seen his art, and I'm like, wow, I, I like his art. He's really good. And then I noticed on several occasions he does one of the things that I have a pet peeve about with comic book artists where they use the same artwork in like four panels on the same page. Mm-hmm. That always pisses me off. Really? Yeah. I like that. Really? Like page, like the worst one. Let me, sh- let me show you the worst one. This one here, page 44. Turn along with me, kids, if you will. <laughs> uh, the first four panels have the main character, uh, what's his name? Ryan? Or, uh, Kyle. Kyle. Uh, the same exact pose and like hand gesture. This is what really bothers me. He has the same hand gesture as if he's frozen in time. Right. And like, and like he changes like emotion and what he's trying to convey in the word balloons between the panels. And he's still in the same pose with the same hand gesture. And that bugs the shit out of me. Alright, I see what you're saying there, and I agree with you on that level, right. but I think if done well and correctly, reusing the same art can be incredibly effective. Yeah, no, it, it can be. Uh, I think, uh... <coughs> I've seen it used correctly. Uh, God Loves Man Kills by one Christopher Claremont. Ooh. There's a, uh, I think a series of panels where Professor X is uh, brainwashed or being mind wiped or whatever right and like there's just like a series of panels of him just uh staring in awe like at uh, the villain of the story right uh with uh surprisingly very little dialogue <laughs> <laughs> but like what is there and like just the, the the way that that is paced out and i think that's great see i yeah I, I agree that that can work and like i think that's even happened in maybe invincible where there's like a silent panel Right. Where, like, something's paused, and then the next panel is the exact same artwork, but with a word balloon. And, like, to me, that, that yeah. you know, carries the effect, but this is, like... But, yeah, that that is one of the worst examples. Of yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that bugged the crap out of me. But, but I, otherwise, like, I think the color is brilliant in that book. It looks awesome. I am, uh... I like Ben Tumblesmith. Um... It took me a while to like Ben Tumblesmith. Uh, because after you uh, personally recommended 30 Days of Night... Never happened. Uh, <laughs> I read that, and I, I just I wasn't into it. I, I did not like what I saw. Right. Uh, and I pretty much tried to avoid him from that point on. Then he did uh, Fell with Warren Ellis. Mm-hmm. And I picked up the first issue of that, and it was like night and day. No pun intended. Right. <laughs> Between uh, that and 30 Days of Night, which you personally recommended to me. And, uh, like, then I became, like, a really big fan of his. And, like, I loved everything that he did in Fell. Gentleman Corpse. And, uh, yeah, he started doing uh, Wormwood Gentleman Corpse. And I love that book. 
He writes that too, doesn't he? He writes that one okay. too, yeah. And uh, this one... Uh, I, I, this was uh, more along the lines of his 30 Days of Night stuff. Really? Uh, the, I, I did not style. enjoy much of his art in this. Really? Yeah. What, what's See, like, like I said, I'm not too familiar with it. What is the difference? Does he have a different like style? No, not really. But uh, it seemed... It seems like with uh, Fell and Wormwood, uh, Gentleman Corpse, not the other Wormwood, uh, uh, he's got a little more detail that he puts in and a little more uh, depth. Like here, it just sort of looks like he laid down a color and then drew on top of it. Yeah, there's not a lot of backgrounds. Like right, right. Sometimes the... Like, the backgrounds are colors that sort of fade and have texture in the color, but it's not a lot of drawn backgrounds. But, uh, yeah, it just, uh, I don't know, it just seems to fall flat for me. It's still better than uh, his 30 Days of Night stuff, I think, but uh, definitely not my favorite among, uh, of his stuff that I've seen. Okay. Uh, I think Wormwood is definitely his, his uh, cream of the crop stuff, and no. it may be just because he does write that, and he's got a more vested interest right. in it. Right, like it's his baby. Right. Do you want to run through the plot of this for anyone who may or may not care about it? <laughs> uh, main character, Kyle Bauer. Uh, his father went missing, uh, shows back up again two years later. Uh, he's been abducted by aliens and mutated. And his crotch explodes, killing him. <laughs> so Kyle, uh, the uh, only living relative of, of the man, uh, is taken by Project Blue Book to Groom Lake, otherwise known as Area 51. Dun, dun, dun. Where he meets up with uh, all the other aliens who have uh, landed on Earth over the years since 1947, uh, including uh, Archibald, the uh, archetypal uh, gray bug-eyed alien. The Roswellian yes. creature. As well as uh, two E.T. aliens, as in E.T., the extraterrestrial yeah. Steven Spielberg aliens. That's, that's kind of cool. That's cute. Yeah. That is, like, the one part of the book that I liked, is that uh, there's this group of aliens. <laughs> they've all occasionally escaped, right. and to cover it up, they've made movies. Yeah, like the blob. The blob, it's the, and, and uh, the year stood still. They were like, yeah, we had to... We had to do that blob sequel in the eighties because yeah. of uh, they escaped. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, Jack Nance and uh, Matt Dillon's brother or something. That was, Kevin Dillon. Yeah. Kevin Dillon. That yeah. was a good movie. I like. Yeah. I like and, the uh, Shawnee Smith, um, the girl. Okay, she's in the Saw movies. Uh, she was also on Becker with Ted Danson. Wow, you know her her whole. She's also in a band called Five Dollar Ho. <laughs> no, I'm not as interested. <laughs> But, but Blob 2, that was or that was a Blob remake. 2. But yeah. I like that. I, I, I love that movie. Mm. I saw that in the theaters. <gasps> By myself, I was like <clears throat> nine. <laughs> wow. I got drunk and uh, made stir-fry and watched it by myself in my apartment a couple years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I saw it a couple years ago again. Uh, when, when I first got Netflix, it was one of the first movies I put on my queue. Right. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was a really good part of the book where and like the uh, Barada, the robot, the robot from the day they're still yeah. yeah, two of them I think. So they made yeah. uh, the, the original in the fifties and yeah. the remake with Canon. Yeah, yeah, that was one of the better like uh, plot points or yeah, like yeah. fun fun parts of the book. Yeah. But basically, Kyle uh, finds out that uh, when Archie crashed 
in uh, Roswell in 1947. He sort of made a deal with uh, the United States government that uh, they would trade weapons uh, or alien technology in exchange for uh, being able to fuck with human DNA whenever they wanted to. Yeah. And uh, his entire bloodline has basically been, like, the focal point for the gray aliens. Right. Where, uh, well, unfortunately, they're trying to weaponize uh, human DNA or something like that. Yeah, it was kind of vague. Yeah, yeah. kind of Gilliam-esque there for yeah. a little bit. But uh, the, the previous members who have all, of his family who have been abducted, their crotches explode. And... Uh, <laughs> He is uh, next in line to have his crotch exploded. <laughs> so he's uh, taken into custody. And he's the last. Li- oh, yeah, he's the last. Yeah. Uh, but he uh, somehow, like, his DNA also, like, makes aliens react around him weirdly. It excites Archibald. It excites so. him. Uh, like, sort of, uh, he's like a drug to them. Right. Uh, he convinces them all to uh, break out. <laughs> And so basically, it's just a, a chase story of right. them breaking out of Area Fifty One. Yeah, and and like the main uh, the like um, Blue Book lady, the uh, the, the like uh, Leticia Pope. Leticia, or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She she was a weird character because she just seemed to like one eighty in the middle of the story for no reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah that that was kind of. She was also. And I don't know if it's uh, Ben Tumblesmith's involvement, but, uh, like, uh, there's a sort of Warren Ellis-esque uh, type of vibe going on with uh, certain characters and a lot of uh, Ben Tumblesmith's work. Okay. Like, uh, Wormwood, you know, he's a very Warren Ellis-like character. Uh, and I think she, uh, Letitia Pope, in this book seems to fit that. Yeah, I can see that. I can see just that. sort of uh, dressed in black, smokes cigarettes, and is just angry, foul mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. I like. Uh, I like to uh, that they had Whitley Strieber do the entry. Yeah, intro. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, maybe I was even hoping for more, like. Uh, just making fun of the whole, you know, coast to coast AM undiscovered country crowd at the right. same time, and there wasn't, there was like a little bit of that in there, but not a lot, mm-hmm. and so I was just maybe disappointed by that fact as well. I, yeah, I, I would say if anyone's looking for just a dumb fun story, I, I think this would be okay. Right. Like I don't think it's anything that you're gonna want to reread or like yeah. put on your top ten list. Like I couldn't imagine that, but yeah, but. Uh, like if you're taking a trip, you're on an airplane, and you were looking, you want something to read. I think this would be okay. Yeah, nothing that's gonna tax you, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. I do feel a little bit bad about not liking this, because uh, this technically uh, was a Christmas present from you. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> that's all right. Well, I mean, you were gonna buy it anyway. So. Uh, yeah, it was in my file. So that you just happened to grab yeah. it out of there. So yeah. I just saved you some money. So yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. you didn't have to spend your money on this crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, if you want, you can return it and get something for yourself. <laughs> Maybe I'll buy another Invincible trade. I'm, I'm, I'm collecting all the Invincible trades, and I'm going to sit down and read them, because I keep... Like, I've read the first trade, like, three times, and, you know, like, in preparing to right. buy the next one. And but like I never buy the next one. <laughs> and I never do, and I keep forgetting. So the other day, I bought two, three, four, and five. Wow. And, uh, and I ordered, like, six through eight. 
and we had an extra copy of nine, so I bought that. Wow. So once I get them all, I'm gonna just start reading them all. Sweet. So maybe I'll trade this for one. <laughs> I um, still, uh, I only get the hard covers of the Invincible stuff. Mm-hmm. Volume five, I believe, is due out soonish. Yeah, it's got a purple cover. I'm pretty sure we ordered oh, I don't a copy. copy. Yeah. Just, uh, but you're not pretty sure that I'll actually get it. <laughs> oh yeah, not at all. Yeah, <laughs> it's coming into the store, but it right. and they just disappear. Um, something else I was going to mention about this: they mentioned Mufon or Muffin, like the uh, the like uh, I think it was the three guys on the hill that are just like watching the base. Yeah, um, one of them's in Mufon, or, or somebody mentions Mufon. My cousin was actually a member of Mufon. Wow, the alien like. Uh, you know, watching club right, or whatever. Right. Um, like when I was uh, like the Audubon Society for Aliens. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I forget what year it was, but I think I was around twelve or thirteen. And uh, he was a few years older than me, and he came over to the house and he brought these video. He was really excited. He brought some videos of uh, like this alien footage that this the Pleiadian footage or whatever. I don't know, I forget forget what it was called, but this guy supposedly has like this really great footage. And it looked really nice and like believable, like way too much so. Like, right, right, like right. I think it was like, you know, someone had a good Photoshop thing uh, going on, and uh, yeah, he was super excited about Mufon. Or I, we used to call it Muffin, just to sort of like make fun of it or belittle it. But, but yeah, I thought that was great that they mentioned Mufon. It's like ha. And he and he he's the reason I know about uh, Whitley Strieber because he brought over Communion and right. uh, we watched that. Oh, like, the the movie, yeah, with uh, Christopher Walken. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I've mentioned it numerous times, probably, but uh, I used to listen to uh, Coast to Coast AM all the time. And, uh, like, my favorite episodes are always uh, ghost episodes and alien episodes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because otherwise, like, political, like, yeah, trickery. Give a shit about conspiracies. It just and seems stuff so like that. paranoid and weird, yeah. but, but that's so much fun, though, the ghost stories. Oh, and fuck that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And those guys, like, George would always encourage them, like, instead of going, like, well, yeah. don't you think that could have been a weather balloon? Like, he's always like, really? And then what did it do? You know? Right, right. Oh, that's so, that's so good. Uh, I remember uh, when I worked at uh, the TV station, uh, ABC aired a like a two, three-hour special. Uh, it was like Peter Jennings, one of his last things that he ever did was uh, like this expose on uh, UFOs and aliens and Project Blue Book and really? stuff like that. And like there was a fairly lengthy interview with Hart Bell on it about how... <laughs> He and his wife uh, saw an alien uh, in the Nevada desert, and that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> it was pretty awesome. It was spectacular. It was uh, one of the best days I ever got paid to watch TV. <laughs> one of one of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would tell my alien uh, witness an episode story again, but we just told that like two yeah, yeah. But yeah, I saw an alien too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, my, uh, my ex, who I mentioned earlier, uh, when, uh, this is early on in our relationship when her dad actually liked me. Uh, we were, uh, we went out to dinner and, uh, like all three of us. And her dad is like, uh, I guess like, uh, 10 years ago or so, he found God 
and became like super super Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, so usually like the conversation with him always like inevitably turned to like you know how you know she and I needed to read the Bible and you know get right with Jesus and all that stuff. But then one day he's uh, dropping me off at my house and we're driving and then all of a sudden he's like, you know, I saw an alien once. <laughs> uh, he started telling us about this UFO that he saw outside of uh, Wright Pat Air Force Base. And, in the sky. In the sky, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> Adding to his credibility. Yeah. yeah. That's great. <laughs> yeah, I need to, we need to go to Wright Pat sometime. See, uh... Hangar 18? Yeah. Sneak in. I just figured out the song I'm putting on this show. <laughs> yes. Uh, is there a song about right, Pat? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, Do you like the pinups in the back? Uh, yeah, some of them were all right. I like the guy, uh, um, Pat Parnell. The guy that did, he did that one. Yeah, uh, yeah. He reminds me of Ted McKeever a lot. Really? I got a... Uh, he did one other one. Where's it? Yeah, this one here. Hey, yeah, maybe like Ted McKeever and Scotty Young had a baby. Yeah. Aw, and like what a cute baby it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to mention about Hangar 18. The, uh, did you ever read the issue of The Hulk? That Kyle Hoster? Yeah. Uh, he, goes right are, he goes to right back. He goes to right it's awesome. You can see like the Fairwind Theater in the background. Yeah, and Bookery and Foy's. That's awesome. Yeah. And of course his dog. And his dog. Uh, I think there were even two dogs. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. He only had one then, I think. Yeah, maybe he had two at one point. Okay. Maybe right. maybe he wished he had two and he drew the other one in yeah. the story. Maybe just br- bring one in at a time. It's, yeah. it's not, you know. Or maybe he just thinks, you know, hey, I'm a giant guy with one pug and maybe the hulk and even gianter guy would have two wow that makes sense yeah <laughs> yeah because he used to bring his pug in the store and yeah. let it shop around with him it was pretty cool yeah did it ever shit on the floor never it was very well but i've never bit anyone never shat uh jack had a dog in the store store dog jessica yeah. and it used to crap all over the place when i first started working there wow and it was a big dog like a golden retriever uh-huh. and it was always happy so its tail was wagging and it would always knock shit over it was like the worst no, that's idea. like me at Mavericks. I'm always knocking shit over. Because you're so happy. Well, you're, mostly. Yeah. yeah. You're moving your ass. Yeah. Knocking shit over. Because, yeah, most sensible like bookstores have a store cat. Yeah. yeah. Jack was like, I'll have a store golden retriever. You know, because that just fits in with his, yeah. with his operating. I think I'm going to open a comic shop and maybe get a St. Bernard. <laughs> Perhaps a Rottweiler. These are our store kangaroos. <laughs> It's Bessie, the store cow. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be good. Milk for the kids when they yeah. buy a Sonic the Hedgehog comics. Actually, you know, uh, I know uh, they're your competition, so you don't go there, but uh, I can't even think of the fucking name now. Uh, Fearless you... Readers. Oh, yeah. They have, like, three store dogs. Dogs, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen a cat in there. <clears throat> I don't know if they've... I've never seen a cat in there, but I have seen three dogs. Wow. And that place is as big as the office we're sitting in right now. <laughs> it is small. It is small. He packs a lot of cool stuff in there, though. Yeah, he does. I, I would... If I had their address, I would give that out like I do Mavericks. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, it's a good it's a good store. But, uh, yeah, they've got... Uh, they've got a big, I think, a chocolate lab. They've got a corgi. And I think they have, like, a little yip-yip dog. 
Wow. <laughs> that is bizarre. It's a tiny place yeah. for three animals. Yeah. And of course, there's Bell Buck and Comic with their store cat. Yeah, the store cats. Cat. Two cats? I think there's, I think I've only seen one. There's a black one and an orange one? Yes, mm. there's two. I'm fairly certain there are two. That reminds me, do you want a calico cat? My cousin's trying to give away a calico cat. You know I want a kitty, but I can't have one. Oh. Maybe we could break the rules. Hide it. It's not a rule thing. It's uh, an allergy thing. <clears throat> it's not even an allergy thing, because you know, I just spent the evening with my parents, and they've got three cats, and mm. I'm all right. It's, uh, you know, I have a lot of broken furniture in here. Uh, uh, like, the last thing I want to do is come home and see a cat oh, basically impaled himself on my couch. That would, that would suck. Yeah. Uh, that would be a little, yeah. That would be a bit of a downer. Yeah. But I don't want a kitty. I do. I want a kitty so much. <laughs> I think you keep it in a little cage. <laughs> oh. Oh. Stick there. Okay.
Hey, welcome back to Gutter Trash, everybody. Hello. Hello. So, uh, what are your what are your plans then for the the big fake holiday? Big fake holiday? Uh, <clears throat> well, don't get graphic. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I was going to tell you about my new cock ring, but <laughs> oh, I guess go ahead. Uh, it's got these uh, inverted uh, feathers. Uh, tickles the nutsack when you walk. Nice. I'm wearing it now just for practice. Sweet. Uh, it shines a blue light and, uh, and hums the uh, theme to Amen with Sherman Hemsley. Wow. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I think, uh, I think I'm going to sleep late because John Knight's the night yeah. before. Uh-huh. And just uh, hang out, watch a movie, uh, uh-huh. maybe uh-huh. get some dinner. Uh-huh. Just uh-huh. chill. Chill. Yeah. Nothing fancy. Nothing fancy at all. That's my MO yeah. and everything. That's not me farting. That's my shoes, I swear. Uh-huh. <laughs> For anyone anyone that thinks I, I'm just a gassy bastard. Well, you are. Yeah, but I'm a vegetarian. So, right. Yeah. I, uh, but no, I can verify that was indeed just your shoes yeah. this time. <laughs> this time. <laughs> yeah, I always wait till the break to let them <laughs> Oh, that's what stunk in here when I came back. <laughs> usually, seriously, if if you ever go to the bath, like it didn't happen tonight, but usually when you go to the bathroom during the break, I just sit in here and fart like crazy. I really do. I try to like aim it into like the closet or somewhere, but that's where my guitars are. <laughs> hey, rock and roll is a stinky thing. It happens. Warp the necks. <laughs> I wish I was that powerful. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I did a little, I did a little drawing Tuesday too on, on the jam drawing we're working on. Oh, which by the time this is, should, uh, yeah, eh, just in case. Okay, yeah, <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know the one for uh, your blog. You know, right? Sweet. I'm well, put it up there at some point. I won't. I won't mention what it is. Right, right. But we're doing a drawing together. Yeah. Kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of cool. It's I'm excited on. to see uh, your half. It's coming along all right. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, spent like three days uh, cutting out mats and putting shit in frames. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I saw you did one of mine. Yeah, yeah you gave me a print of that you did, a color print uh, called Behemoth. Yeah. Or uh, Behemoth. Behemoth. What was that from? I was trying to do uh, Stephen Wright from uh, Reservoir Dogs. Does he say Bohemoth? I think he says like Bohemoth or something like that. See on the, he's a radio host, yeah. right? Yeah. Wow, I can't even remember that. I'm saying that. I need to see that movie He again. says it weirdly, and I can't get it. Because he's I haven't amazing. seen it in like five years. I, I like Stephen Wright. Like in small doses, but I like him. Hey. I like that movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's a fine film. Some good actors. Some some Timmy Roth before he was uh, awful. You know, uh, we were actually we watched a clip of uh, Lie to Me uh-huh. in our interpersonal communications class because they were talking about how uh, people use nonverbal, you know, commu- yeah, behaviors and things, and 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 like you know how they can read people's faces, and it, it kind of made me want to see an episode just to see what the, the gist of that show is, but. Um, it's, uh, the same as every other crime, drama, murder show that has ever been on TV ever before. 
if you've, if you've seen CSI, if you've seen Matlock, uh, if you've seen Murder, She Wrote, it's pretty much the same, Ooh, just Mary with Sue. a slightly different gimmick. I want to see some good Tim Roth, though. Hulk. No. Maybe with his fake abs and stuff like that. No, Rosencrantz and Gilmstern are dead. I haven't seen it. It's it's really good. Really good. And I say this as an uneducated jackass. Oh, that's the Shakespearean? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know anything about Shakespeare. Other than do I? Then it's over my head, usually. Yep. <clears throat> well, that's cool. I'll check yeah. that out. Yeah. I like Tim Roth. Yeah. When, when he's good. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman's good, too. Well. Yeah. He's, a, he's a fine man. I was thinking about picking it for an episode at one point, but uh, I just decided to watch it on my own instead. Because I didn't think I'd be smart enough to review it. I still don't think I'm smart enough to review it. But I'd recommend it to everyone. All right. Yeah. Maybe we, we could read, like, the Cliff Notes versions of uh, whatever yeah. Shakespeare thing. <laughs> uh, for some reason, you're right. When you say Gary Oldman, always, for some reason, Willem Dafoe and Gary Oldman and John Malkovich, to me, are, like, like the swirling <laughs> mass of, like, one person with different personalities. I, I was I found this old sketchbook from, like, five years ago. Uh, just before I came over here, actually, I was, like, flipping through it. And I'd written down a couple dreams I had. And one of them was Fight Club Part Two, <laughs> the film, <laughs> and uh, and it was uh, w- uh, Willem Dafoe and uh, Tom Cruise played his son, and what they would do is like they had their own Fight Club, or Willem Dafoe did, and and they would kidnap people and make them fight to the death, and uh, and like you know Tom Cruise was against it and he was like trying to stop his dad. I think that's Saw. <laughs> And, and then so they kidnap Tom Maybe Cruise. Hostile. It could be. Yeah, it could be. And they make Tom Cruise fight, and he kills somebody, and like he's all against it. And you're like, all right, now you know, you know, he's gonna get out of the Fight Club. But at the end, and of then the he game, fucks the dude in the ass. No, because that's what he does. He, he uh, no, he doesn't do that. Tom Cruise. He is not gay. Watch <laughs> Go ahead. And so, and so, at the end of the dream film, Fight Club Part Two, uh, Tom Cruise joins Willem Dafoe, and like they're together kidnapping people, father and son, and it was like a beautiful, heartwarming, like family get together kind of a movie. All of a sudden, but that was my dream. Uh, you should uh, pitch, should write, pitch it. Pitch it to uh, Chuck Palahniuk and uh, see if he'll write the novel. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. I'd sell it to him real cheap. Right. I don't, know. I don't know why I told you about that dream. It was right. it was pointless. <laughs> but but yeah. if I could remember any of my dreams, I'd uh, tell it to you to to share. Because uh, like I said, uh, Wednesday I, I tried to go to work but uh, did not make it. So came home, went to bed, uh, slept for like an extra four hours, and those four hours were filled with some of the most bizarre dreams that I have ever had. But I can't remember a single one of them. I just remember waking up going, that was fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't remember mine much anymore either. And I used to like have a notebook right by my bed. And when I would wake up, I'd write them down. I think that's the only reason that I have that gym memorized. <laughs> See, I don't think I could ever do that. Because uh, if I wake up, I just want to go back to sleep. All right. No. I don't take this time to bullshit writing fucking stuff. <laughs> but what if your alarm goes off and you have to get up anyway? I usually try to. Snooze it. Eek yeah. out a few more minutes here. 
or at least I've got my alarm set to the point where it's like at the absolute last time right. that I could possibly wake up to be on you know, time, time to work. To, no time yeah, to I just, I gotta get up and take a shower and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's understandable. It's also why I don't eat breakfast. Oh, see, breakfast is is a good meal. Oh, I know it is. I mean, I'm not going to tell you it's the most important meal. Cause, yeah, well, I, I know that it is. Okay. I'm but, fully aware yeah, that uh, I eat should be doing that stuff. Gotta eat breakfast. Should be doing that stuff. Mental clarity. But man. I do not. And this is probably why I suffer in life. Partially. Yeah, I'll uh, support your decision to start eating breakfast if I you would, make that decision. Then I'd have to get up early. <laughs> or just go to bed 20 minutes earlier. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work. Because, mm-hmm. uh, well, you yeah, know, I should have gotten to bed before uh, you got here. <laughs> oh, and then we true. wouldn't have had a show. And see, think of all the All the disappointed we uh, boys and girls that listen. Oh. No, they don't listen. Yeah. 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 iTunes. Yeah, what's wrong with iTunes? I don't know. We we hear that you can't get the show off iTunes anymore. Uh, you can. It's just not working, right? Uh, I don't know. Just like I tried to download like an episode and it wouldn't let me, and I fixed it on my end. But you know, I don't know if that does it for everybody or anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I yeah. do not know. You know, I don't know how that works. I definitely know you don't know how that works. Uh, I do know that we still only have two iTunes reviews. So if there's a lot of people out there uh, downloading us on iTunes, they should really start leaving reviews for us. That'd be cool. Especially since I am one of those people who left a review. (laughs) Who's the other one? Uh, Somebody named Andy. Uh, I think it may be the Andy I used to know. I'm not sure. Uh, It's never been confirmed. Or denied. Mm, Just never been confirmed. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That sucks. Oh, howdy. So, uh, I mentioned Up earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Pixar film. The Pixar film, Up. Um, twice now, within the past couple of months, uh, you and your uh, lovely girlfriend have uh, watched movies that I was going to pick for my next pick. Uh, you picked. Uh, you guys watched Up like a week before I was going to pick it. All right, and then you guys watched Nine like a week before I was going to pick it. The the the, the uh, yeah the the animated film, not the musical. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously you wouldn't pick the musical, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I had to I had to nip this problem in the bud, <laughs> and uh, decided that uh, I had to figure out like the next five movies that I was going to pick. And uh, I sent uh, an email to your girlfriend saying, hey, don't watch these movies. <laughs> so she knows. She, has she the, knows. The knowledge. Uh, the order is wrong, however. Uh, they're, they're just the next five movies that I'm going to pick. I don't know what order I'm going to actually do them in. Right. And uh, I had men- made mention to you that my next pick probably was going to be a field trip pick. Uh, they were going to mm-hmm. go see the movie in the theater. That's not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what I was going to pick. Oh, okay. Um, these, these were not on the list that I that I sent to uh, Kathleen at all. So whatever you you were going to pick, me and Kathleen could go see it on Sunday. <clears throat> uh, you could, sure. That would be that would be just an asshole move. 
I won't do that. Well, I'm not going to pick them. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, then maybe we'll... And that and one of them doesn't come out this Sunday. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I had two movies in mind that uh, I was like, oh, man, I w- that's what I'm going to pick. We're, we're going to go to the theater to see them. Uh, the first idea that I had was The Wolfman. Oh, yeah. I forgot that even was out. Yeah, it comes out this Friday, tomorrow. Ooh. Decided that uh, we probably don't have time to see that. Uh, my next pick was Shutter Island, oh, which yeah. comes out next Friday. I figured that would be way too late to see it for the next episode. Uh, but then... I sent some movies back uh, to Netflix, and they sent me my next couple movies uh, down the line. One of them I was not expecting, but is on that list that I sent Kathleen. Sweet. So that is what we're going to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Moon. Never heard of it. Yeah, you have. Okay. What is it? We were going to go see that last summer. Oh, that is Sam Rockwell. In Yellow Springs. Yeah. Okay. Sam Rockwell, directed by David Bowie's son. Wow, really? Has he done any other movies? I have no idea. I didn't know he even has. I didn't even know that uh, that was the guy who directed that movie until I read it like last week. Huh. Who was the, was Mick Jagger the mom? Who was uh, Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Okay, that makes sense. He's Wait. A pretty face. True. No, Ewan McGregor was no maybe no Ewan McGregor was Iggy Pop, wasn't he? Oh, geez, I don't know. Velvet Goldmine. I haven't seen it. Really? Mm-hmm. Velvet Goldmine? Christian Bale? Mm-hmm. With his normal voice? Really? <laughs> Ewan McGregor? Some other guy? Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's a story about a uh, David Bowie-esque uh, character who uh, is murdered. Mm-hmm. And uh, Christian Bale, as a young man, is, is devastated by this. Uh, the, the David Bowie guy was his idol. And so now, as a full-grown adult... Uh, like, you know, 10, 15 years later, he's uh, a journalist and he's investigating the murder that happened and trying to figure out, you know, what actually happened to the David Bowie guy. That sounds pretty good. And he uncovers the uh, the uh, sexual relationship that the, the David Bowie guy had with the Iggy Pop guy played by Ewan McGregor. <laughs> sounds like my kind of rock and roll. It's pretty good. It is pretty good. How Especially if you like to see Ewan McGurger's cock. Really? Yeah. I'm in. Sign me up. But uh, that is not the movie that, uh, that we're going to be watching. We are going to watch Moon. 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 Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, we. I remember we almost went to see uh, that in uh, Yellow Springs, the Little Art Theater. Yep. But for some reason we didn't. I can't remember why. Uh, my cousin came into town, and I was house sitting my parents' uh, house. Yeah, and, that's right. Uh, I'd uh, entertain them. Yeah. And, uh, did I come over? You did. We all went out for we, Mexican. We went for Mexican food yeah. and then watched Feast too. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that was a good times. They're cool people. I yeah. Gina and Chris. Yeah, and Chris did not remember the names. No, now you do. No, <laughs> I've heard it again. Gina and Chris. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah that was a good time. John, what? And Christina. Uh, I heard uh, Bo Clinton's in the hospital. Yeah. Heart heart problems? Possibly. Hmm. Had uh, two stents put into uh, his uh, arteries. Hmm. Around his heart. One clogged them. 
My dad had that. He's all right. My dad's fine. That's good. Just, just saw him tonight. Yeah. My dad, not Bill Clinton. Not Bill Clinton. Yeah. We, we went out uh, to uh, celebrate my mom's birthday. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday mom. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. What, uh, TGI Fridays? On a Thursday. Yeah. Makes no sense. Yeah, less busy. Oh, well, okay. You expect everyone to go there on a Friday. Then my mom's birthday was on Thursday and not Friday. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well, that's cool. Happy birthday. Yeah. Did you did you guys do anything like celebratory, like Twister style, play Twister? I gave her a card. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Um, oh well, actually, there was a, a little bit of an adventure. Yeah, uh, I was going to my parents' house, and uh, I uh, there's a uh, shopping center next to my parents' house. Uh, it used to be an old grocery store. Now it's like a gymnastics club or something like that. Yeah, it was a Lofinos or something, right? No, it was uh, an IGA. IGA, okay. Yeah. And uh, uh, usually I cut through there, like through their parking lot to uh, go off the side exit to directly out of my parents' street. Mm-hmm. Uh, did that today, not realizing that uh, they really hadn't plowed that... Uh, <laughs> That parking lot at all, especially in uh, the exit area, uh, got stuck. Ooh. Stuck in the snow? Yes. By, by yourself? Yes. So what'd you do? I called my dad. <laughs> Bring a shovel? He walked the two houses down and <laughs> brought his shovel, and we, we shoveled my car out, and I was still stuck. Uh, his, their neighbors... Uh, saw my dad walking down the street with a shovel, said, what the hell's going on? Got into his car and drove down to where we were and wow, uh, helped, really? yeah, and helped push the car out, That's of, awesome. uh, out of the snow. That's what you think, like, of neighbors old school style, like, you know, 200 years ago doing yeah. it. That's cool. That's very cool. Wow, so everyone isn't, you know, thieves in the... Yeah, the gangsters. No, that's well, this is a very affluent neighborhood. Yeah. It's Beaver Creek, after all. All right. Beaver Creek. Beaver Creek. Home of the beavers. They are. The Battle of Beavers. Wow. Battling yes. beavers. This sounds like a softcore porno title. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Lady beavers. Lady beavers. The, 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 the uh, female sports teams of the school. That's Beaver hilarious. Creek High School. That's the hilarious. Lady Beavers. Champion basketball team. The Lady Beavers. <laughs> that's that's great. I mean, there's like a thousand like uh, beaver jokes that I'm sure oh, high yeah. school kids make every day. For, uh, oh, yeah. That's awesome. Beaver Valley. <laughs> that's all. Awesome. All right. Let's get the fuck out. Well, yeah, I'm glad your car got shoveled out. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't, me as well. I'm glad you didn't like get stranded. Hey, well, yeah. Luckily, I was two doors down from my parents' house, <laughs> and the cool neighbors helped out. Yeah. That's awesome. We would have gotten out without them, mm-hmm. but yeah. And mostly, I think he just came down to make fun of us. <laughs> okay, well then maybe he is an asshole. Yeah, well, he's not an asshole, but yeah. No, you said he was. No, I, I didn't say so. <laughs> Uh, I said, I'm an asshole. I said it like 50 times today. <laughs> You're not an asshole. Uh, whatever. This is uh, this has been awful. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, it never, was... never really got better from the beginning. 
Um, there was that part in the in the middle where we took a break and listened to a good song. Oh yeah, well, yeah that was good. That was all right. Uh, yeah, I had donut days tomorrow. I guess that's something to look forward to. That was exciting. Yeah, probably. Uh, you know, spend tomorrow. I'll probably uh, cut out some more mats and, and make some more frames for for more artwork. I'll, I'll uh, sell magic cards for nine hours, yeah. which reminds me, I'm still putting together my deck. Do you do you like do you like the idea of a zombie deck with like some burn spells in, in there? I love the idea of a zombie deck. Okay, that's that's what you're gonna get. <laughs> I'll put that together tomorrow <laughs> and Saturday. Are uh, are we gonna record while we play? Oh, I think that would okay, be terrible. Yeah, we'll just uh, give a... Yeah, because uh, I'd have to be explaining the rules. All right, all right. Well, I mean, you know, we'd obviously not put... <sighs> we, we, I would actually edit that episode if yeah. we were to do that, but... Uh, Sir, this is a serious game. We can't be distracted. <laughs> can't be distracted by the likes of the show. So I can't uh, I can't drink then either? Oh, we, yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll drink. We used to always... I used to always smoke weed and play magic with this guy. Well, of course you would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's only natural. Um, uh, eh, this is probably uh, topics for off-air, but when do you want to do uh, the next Planetary episode? Oh, yeah. Uh, soonish. Okay. Because, yeah, we did the first two in December, and now it's, like, February. Yeah. Yeah, we should probably, we should probably, probably do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll figure that out. All so. right. Uh, that might be coming up soon. Maybe. People. Yeah, maybe it'll be better than this. <laughs> it would have to be. <laughs> maybe it'll be better than Groom Lake, too. Uh, hopefully. Ooh, Travis Cherist is awesome. He is good. You still have, you guys have, still have that poster? Yeah, the autographed one. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I may actually have money in two weeks. Ooh. Uh, but, uh, wow. It's pretty cool. He's got a drawing of Hellboy and Lagoon and Ooh, yeah. uh, Sugar Shock. Or, I started to say Static Shock. That's not right. Conan is on there. Conan, yeah. Some sort of Star Wars thing, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, a Buffy. M- maybe a Buffy. Mm-hmm. This show is uh, getting worse and worse <laughs> the, the more we go on. Maybe we can uh, just see how far we can go. Oh, we should. We know. Oh, how no. far can we go? How awful can we get? He's nice on like the irreversible. Yeah, too bad this movie, this show's not irreversible. <laughs> too bad this show is irreversible. That's it. I'll I will find that noise that that they, they play and put it in the background the and put it throughout the show. People are like, I don't know what it was about that episode, but it was really edgy. Yeah. Maybe uh, you know, make them nauseous and vomit because that's what that noise Sweet. does. Too. It's too bad there's like not a visual that I can put with this. Like you know, just have the camera spinning and spinning and spinning for no right. reason. One of us being raped, right? And then like you know, the very last, uh, very last thing that you see uh, when the movie ends is just like a strobe light effect that causes you to have a seizure. Really? Yeah. Is it? That was yeah. Because again, the movie you know, shocking goes backwards, and so you know, rather than the fact that you know the very last thing that you see in the movie is supposed to be you know the good times before you know anal rape, right? Uh, you know, they decide that uh, they're just going to spin the camera around really fast, <laughs> and then like swing the camera up into the sky, spin it around some more, and then turn it into like just a blank white screen, and then just start like some sort of strobe thing going on with uh, the noise again. This sounds like an art, an art, art film. Like it's a massive fucking wake off. Yeah, 
Sounds sounds bad. It's awful. Don't see it. I will skip it. And you should too, eh. listener. But I, I like uh, two of the actors in that movie. Is that Vincent Cassell and uh, Monica Bellucci? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's too bad that it's a bad film. Oh, it's terrible. Anyone who says they like it are wrong. <laughs> you hear that, Jeremy? No, he doesn't. He's not. Jeremy from Mavericks. He likes it. Really? He's wrong. And then I understand that he's like a film student, and uh, that that you know he's probably looking at it from the technical aspect. Right. And yes, he's right. It is uh, technically uh, an extraordinary film. Mm-hmm. But as a but viewing. as as a viewing experience, it is awful. And not just because I was uncomfortable, you know. Because yeah, fuck it. Uh, Requiem for a Dream is like my second favorite movie of all time. <laughs> I can handle shit. Right. Yeah. That's a little dark. It's, it's incredibly dark. You know, they sh- I love dark movies. I love movies that make me feel bad. Yeah. But uh, this movie was just awful. I-, I think I'll skip it. I think you've convinced me. Yeah. I do not recommend it to anyone. Mm. Yeah. All right. What are we watching, though? The moon. Moon. Oh. I'm excited. I'm We're excited. to watch it now. <laughs> Really good. And stay up till three. Be, uh, Amp up on caffeine. Yeah. No, you got to get out of here. I got to sleep. Yeah. That alarm is going to be going off in. Yep. And by that, I mean my neighbors. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're asleep now. <laughs> they seem docile. Yeah. yeah. I haven't heard them. This is uh yeah they're they're usually only not docile on Saturdays and Sundays anymore. Occasionally a Friday night. They, they've uh, they've gotten better. Well, that's cool. Maybe uh, just... I still don't like them, right? But they've gotten better. Plus, now you know them on a personal level. Oh, of course. Yeah, we we're chatting <laughs> all the time now. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, let's get out of here. All right, sorry, everybody. <laughs> you don't know how sorry. You do not know how sorry. Trash can be downloaded at www.guttertrash.net, iTunes, Podcast Alley, and FeedBurner. You can also find us at myspace.com slash guttertrash underscore net, seanborn.net, and buyerbewarecomics.blogspot.com. Contact us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. We'll see you next time.